Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Tuesday, January 4th. Great to be back with you in the new year. Man, we got a lot. COVID cases top 1 million across the U.S. There's a backlog because of the holidays, so you got a million new confirmed cases. Uh, you've got a full-on lockdown in Ontario. Detroit has moved uh, public schools online. Remote learning, they call it, which really means no learning at all, uh, pretty much, for a couple of weeks. Total madness going on here. Plus, you got uh, the Elizabeth Holmes verdict is in. Theranos founder guilty on four of 11 charges. Schumer says mid-January is the deadline for filibuster changes. We'll see if we actually get to that. Got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, COVID still dominating the headline, so let's get right to it. Uh, these libs are nuts. I think you have to start there. I don't know what else to say. There's no reasoning with them. There's no ability to get them to look at the data. They're clinging to masks really now as, as a mental health issue because they can't handle the anxiety of life without the masks. Uh, New York is just the first of many places that is descending into the lockdown madness. I mean, the vaccine passport system in New York City is four months old, folks. It abjectly failed to stop or even lessen the spread. Those say it would have been worse. It would have been worse. Really? We're setting all time records compared to when there was no vaccine and no vaccine passports. It would have been worse. OK, sure. But of course, now they've instituted a booster mandate. So so let's just to review the vaccine passport system fails catastrophically and yet remember because that's that's about protecting the community individuals can make their own determinations about getting the shot or they should be able to but they said no it's about protecting your neighbor well this didn't stop the spread which means you're not protecting your neighbor it i mean it's astonishing here but the libs who dominate this city and the democrat party across the country are emotionally crippled neurotics that's where we are, that they can't handle this. They can't handle that they've been swindled. They can't handle that they're not as smart as they thought. They can't handle that life is short, that our time on this earth is finite, that watching CNN and crying about climate change doesn't make you a good person, doesn't give you purpose in this world. They can't handle these things. And they certainly can't be reasoned with. Uh, you certainly can't have people um, who... You can expect we'll look at what has gone on and, and come to rational conclusions about it. I mean, here's the Surgeon General for the Biden regime, Vivek Murthy, saying still that, that maybe if, if we test enough, that's one of the many ways we'll be able to keep schools open. Listen, to this. do you think testing is essential to Rio to keep schools open? I think it's one of several layers that can help keep schools open. We've learned over the fall, in fact, where we were able to keep more than 95 percent of kids back in school in person, that layers work. And those layers include surveillance testing, but also universal masking using the 10 million dollars that was provided in the American Rescue Plan to improve ventilation and we know that getting our kids vaccinated makes a huge difference as well uh, that's why if you talk to pediatricians around the country the, the vast majority of kids who are being hospitalized right now in fact are those who are not vaccinated okay hold on a second wait 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 wait. so now it's we, we got a huge problem of children being vaccinated you may have heard fauci just said most kids going to the hospital who are counted as covid cases aren't there for covid that was dr fauci just a couple days ago 
So now we're going to play the, oh, it's children that are going to the hospital in large numbers game. That's a lie, folks. They're lying to you. They're full of crap. They're full of it. All their credibility, and more importantly to them, their power is at risk, and they know it. So they can't be honest with you. They won't be honest with you. The big problem here is we don't have enough children getting vaccinated. Kids pass through this virus, or rather the virus passes through them so quickly, most of them don't even know they have it. Whatever happened to all that talk about 40% of cases are asymptomatic, even higher in children, that's what they were saying. So we're so worried about asymptomatic cases in kids or just cases in general that manifest as a sniffle. Oh, no, let's pretend that in a country of 330 some odd million people, a couple of hundred cases of pediatric COVID that lead to death means that we should shut down millions and millions of kids day to day lives. That's what they're telling you. We have no more rational risk tolerance in this society because of Fauciism, because of the control freaks and the neurotics of the Democrat Party. They want this biosecurity state to dominate our lives for the foreseeable future. They are completely out of control. Notice there's no humility whatsoever. After being so shockingly, stunningly wrong, no humility at all. None. Not, oh, wow, we, we probably were a little too strong in what you say. We, we probably were a little too crazy in our certainty. No, no, of course not. Meanwhile, there are some who are trying to hold us back uh, against the madness. Florida Surgeon General Joseph Latipo. I mean, Florida almost feels like a foreign country these days where they actually have America and freedom going on. That's what it's like. If you're a New Yorker, as I am, and you go from Florida to New York, you say, what the hell is wrong with New Yorkers? What is wrong with these people? What they're doing doesn't work. It doesn't mean anything. I'm sorry. I know they cling to their masks and they're so scared and they're so scared. Stop being scared. Stop being cowards, New Yorkers and Californians and others who are lib loons and still believe Fauci. Grow up. Stop making the rest of us live in your neurotic biosecurity state fantasy land okay it's crazy we're really not even fighting for freedom anymore in this country we're fighting for sanity we are fighting against a wave of true crazy so we've got a covid illness and a mass mental illness alongside it and they're just ruining people's lives they're ruining businesses they're ruining futures putting people through tremendous isolation and agony Okay, isolation doesn't matter. Mental health doesn't matter. Really put someone in solitary confinement for three months. See how they do. Oh, that's horrible. That's inhumane. Okay, tell a senior that nobody can see that senior for months on end. Too dangerous, too dangerous. That's what they've done to people. Never forget that these libs, while they were having five funerals for John Lewis, while they were having dozens and dozens of massive protests and riots about BLM and telling you that that was fine for public health. They made many of your fellow Americans say goodbye to dying relatives over FaceTime because it was too busy for them to hug their relative for the last time. That's who these people are. They are sick. There's something wrong with them. And I don't mean sick with COVID. Speaking of which, here's here's the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul. No better than the old governor. I I miss she makes me miss Cuomo. I'm just going to say it. I wish Cuomo was back. This woman's a moron. 
Cuomo is vile, a tyrant, a liar, but he's not an idiot. He was not an idiot. He's pretty sly, actually. Hochul is a moron who just worships at the cult of Fauciism. She actually says the vaccine was a gift from God. She walks around with a vaccine necklace on. This person's a lunatic. And we did all these things she said. We took all these precautions. And now we're being told, oh, yeah, you know, we're really not in a great place right now. We're not in a good place. I'm going to be really honest with you. This is the winter surge we predicted. We know that particularly after families gathered December 25th over that weekend, another weekend holiday we just completed with New Year's, there's a lot of human interaction. And what happens when humans gather? They spread the virus. And we fully anticipate on top of the surge that's already been ongoing that there's going to be a, another wave that's occurring as a result of these holidays. Life spreads the virus don't you see we never even did a real lockdown in this country never we always have had essential workers and other people who were going into situations where they were going to get infected they bring the virus home living your life as a human being these are communal spread diseases and living your life as a human being means you are at risk of this just like you've been at risk of many other diseases you're at risk of all kinds of things but we learn to live with that You do the best you can with that. You don't steal basic freedom and sanity from people because some libs watch a little too much CNN, read the New York Times, believe all this crap, and think that if only they could control the other, everything would be better. If only they could control the other side, everything would be just fine. I I mentioned uh, Surgeon General Latipo. And uh, down in Florida. And he's pointing out this this obsession with testing. Think this through for a second. We need more tests. We need more tests. You have a million cases a day. Well, that's with the backlog. But you have hundreds of thousands of cases a day on average now. What is testing going to do here other than tell people who are already infected you're infected? And they've already been spreading the virus for at least a day or two before they even have symptoms. They probably wait a day or two after symptoms to get tested. So how is this supposed to stop the spread of the virus? We got to test. We got to, We cannot test our way out of this. Notice they've given up on test and trace the trace part of it because that's so stupid. Nobody can even say it with a straight face. Yeah, we're gonna. We've got a team of hundreds of thousands of crack detectives to track down everybody that you've seen when you're sick. It's the dumbest thing. Even this is what they say. These people are morons. Can you imagine if I had a public debate with Anthony Fauci about this? I mean, really think about it. If you've been listening to the show for a while. Do you think Fauci has answers? And uh, it's about, you know, taking the steps for the protection of the community. We know what to do to deal with it. No, we, we clearly don't, Fauci. And all this stuff you've said doesn't actually pan out. The only thing we have is effectively a shot that is a short term therapeutic against hospitalization and death that you have to keep getting. Over and over. That's the only thing that we really have here from the Fauciite regime that is that is real. And that's not what they told us it was to start out with. These people are lying to you. Once again, they're lying to you. Here, here's Latipo down in Florida, the Surgeon General, saying this testing thing is just insane. We're going to be working to unwind the sort of testing psychology that our federal leadership has managed to unfortunately get much most of the country in over the last two years we need to unwind this testing sort of uh, um, 
sort of uh, planning and living one's life around testing. Without it, we're going to be sort of stuck in the same cycle. It's crazy. He's right. What is this supposed to accomplish? Oh, they're like, oh, it's the test, the test. You know, 30% testing positivity in New York right now. 30%. Usually, you know, they, they were shutting down schools, I think, at like 5 or 3% or something. 30% positivity right now. But they're going to keep schools open. You see, these are all judgment calls, too. They pretend like it's science. But science is what they shout at you when they want you to obey. Shut up and do what we tell you. Science! That's how this works. Now, I do think... We will get out of this eventually, not because of the reasonableness or a change of hearts, change of mind for the libs. No, I think we're going to reach a point where we have so much natural immunity built up in the community that's durable, unlike the vaccines, which are not durable, do not last long, that this will become a more manageable problem and it will become apparent to everybody. I think we are a whole nother cycle of the virus away from that, though. So we're going to go through a whole nother winter, less less than this one, but a whole nother period of panic. I mean, the Democrats, based on this alone, the Biden regime, which promised to shut down the virus, not the economy. The Biden regime deserves electoral annihilation on this issue alone. They've been wrong. They lied. Demagoguery has been appalling. All of it. But we're entering a phase here where they're just going to get more aggressive because, remember, what matters to them is not what's true. What matters to them is that they're in charge. That's it. Everything else is some other distant consideration. What's best for America, the American people? They don't care. They want to control the American people. They think that is the ultimate good. The left believes, this is why they're Marxists, they believe that they need to be in charge to bring about a perfect society. Everything else is just in the way of that. People are nuts. This is their religion, by the way. This is actually their core belief system. Maybe they have some other spiritual beliefs on top of it, but this is the first and foremost in their minds. <sighs> it's, uh, it's really upsetting to see this continue happening, but folks, just remember this. We were right, and we are mobilizing. We were correct. The Fauciites were wrong. They're little psycho libs running around crying. They're wrong. And their days of power are numbered. And I think they're starting to figure that out, too. On the uh, filibuster issue, just a couple of quick other things to throw in the mix here. The filibuster issue, um, I don't think the Democrats are going to get it. I don't think they're going to get it through. I just, they're going to talk about it. They make a lot of noise. Schumer saying mid-January so they can do voting reform. They're using the January 6th insurrection, oh my gosh, as a way to push for the filibuster to get changed so that they can all of a sudden get what they want through because, you know, they're, authoritarians they're power mad loons and that's what we're that's what we're facing but i don't think they're going to be able to get it done i don't think that's going to be able to uh to pass so just quick note of that and then on the elizabeth holmes case let me tell you if you haven't read the book bad blood by john Kerry rue i'd highly recommend it to you he's a wall street journal reporter really the primary guy who broke the story of theranos theranos was a massive fraud of a blood testing company that was supposed to be able to just prick your finger and then run all kinds of blood assays on you. And this would have revolutionized medicine. It was a, it's a great idea, but you know, you know what else is a great idea? Uh, alchemy. You know, if I could turn lead into gold, I'd be really rich too. It's a great idea, but can I do it? No. 
Could Theranos actually test blood from a finger prick? No, they could not. They never had a they never had a technology or even a working prototype of the technology to do this. But they just kept with the promise. And they had a female CEO, a young female CEO, who sort of did this weird thing with her voice where she would talk like this. And in a war like the Steve Jobs black turtleneck, it's a fascinating story. You know what's the most fascinating part of it? The elites went for it, hook, line, and sinker. People gave this woman hundreds of millions of dollars, cover of Forbes, cover of every magazine you can think of, youngest self-made female billionaire in the world, celebrating her. The smartest people supposedly in our society, right? The, the top of the top. He had former Secretary of Defense, former Secretary of State, you know, General Mattis, I'm just going to say it. Guy's not that smart. I know we're all, oh, Mattis is the warrior monk. Anybody in military command brass at that level that the media is telling you how awesome they are, be very suspicious. I'm not saying it's never true, but it's almost never true. You know, Mattis had a lot of people in the press eating out of his hands. And, yeah, he, he got on board for all this. Uh, sec- former Secretary of State Schultz. From way back when, he got on board for this. Lots of people swindled. Now, I understand some folks have a lot of money and they have advisors who make these determinations. So maybe it's not the it's not a personal thing with all the people that were investing, obviously. But the elite apparatus thought that this woman had come up with a game-changing technology for medicine globally and never stopped to say, hey, can you show us this thing? Can we just see that it works one time and really show it to us? Not allow what they did was they ran blood tests using other technologies and pretended it was their technology. Oh, that's amazing. It would be like, I have a new thing. It's a new version of Google. We'll call it, you know, buckle. And and I've got it's amazing. It's better than Google. It'll change the world. And they say, okay, we'll run a run a buckle search. And I just go into the room and run a Google search. (laughs) And I say, see, here are the results. That's what they did. Amazing, isn't it? The elites aren't as smart as they, as they think they are, friends. Most of them were lucky. Just remember that. Most of them are just lucky. Yeah, they work hard. They're smart. But do they know everything? Nope. And some of them are morons, but that's a whole other thing. That's what Theranos teaches you. And Elizabeth Holmes guilty on, I think it was 4 of 10 or 4 of 11 counts, something like that. Uh, because Yeah, 4 of 11. So she's a huge fraud. But she was a woman also, so there was this whole wokeness. Oh, my gosh, a female CEO of a billion-dollar medical company. Yay. They're all you know, clapping for her, you know, break that glass ceiling. She broke something, all right, but it was the bank of the people that invested in her. That's the show for today, my friends. Please make sure you subscribe to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. If you listen to this, you probably already do, but tell somebody about it. Pass the buck. If you didn't give me a Christmas present this year, and some of you didn't, Get one friend to listen to the Buck Saxon Show podcast. Text it to them. That's the easiest thing. On Spotify, you can just do the share button. You can also go on the iHeart app, and that would be a huge help. Talk to you tomorrow, team. Shields high.